0: Wasn't dynamic for the for the kids with the elk rut. Yeah, um,
1: turtle get to hear some bulls bugle though. Yeah, like, or, one, or like two, one or two. Yeah,
0: nothing close though. Where you can get them going yeah, back and yeah. forth. None of that stuff. But he, I mean, we heard a couple, and he, you know, he'd yeah. get excited. Dad, there's an elkie. I've
1: talked to a lot of people in the last week that are like, man, it's just slow. None of yeah. the elk are talking, and I'm yeah. like, well, it is like September 6th. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's we're we're still we're not really into prime time yet. Yeah, like man. we're still early. Like I know that there's always that drive to and I don't know if I don't
0: know I don't know what this would have to do with it like scientifically, but anecdotally, you look at like when I look at it this year, this is the first time there's no moon right on the equinox
1: mm-hmm. than
0: there has been in like the last five, six, seven years, or whatever it's yeah. been, and I don't know if that is making it later, like more towards that fifteenth or what, but like it seems like when it's full moon, yeah, then like last year was just dead full moon on. September like 12th or something. I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly. And so we hunted at Labor Day with my wife and they were going nuts, but there was no moon
1: over Labor Day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. You're saying this year, what the 23rd is kind of the the day. That's what they're saying. The yeah. 23rd. Yeah. I know that uh, there is
0: 0% moon on September 14th this year. Yeah. 0%.
1: Yeah. Still early.
0: It's our. Right. It is early. Yeah. But it's, it's two weeks later than Labor Day. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I don't know man, different years are just weird. I know. Like it I think is. I think back to uh like I had a tag in Utah in like 01 or 02, and I, I think I killed a bull like the might have been like the eleventh or twelfth and I think I heard one bugle the entire hunt. Yeah. You know, and I shot a bull that was with cows but not not doing anything. And, and satellite bulls kinda of hanging around, but just, you know, not bugling, nothing. Yeah. So we got know.
0: we got into one pile of elk. Somebody somebody must have bumped him. You know that that you know where I was hunting that mm-hmm. whole big burn, that whole ridgeline. Yep. So I'm saying we were fishing actually. and The fishing was incredible because of that low pressure system. All the, the yeah stormy clouds, cold. Yeah. Can oh be. yeah. The fishing was it was nuts. good. It was nuts. My son caught his first fish from start to finish. <laughs> kind of a fluke, but it, it counts. <laughs> I mean, it did count. Snagged it? No. He he's got one of those little clicker reels because yeah. he's young and he's like yeah. trying to find the timing. Sure. But the fishing was so good I mean the second that he can't he can't reel it fast enough to keep that lure spinning mm-hmm. and so like right when the lure hit the water a fish snatched it like it just didn't even care what it was he just saw the splash and snatched it yep and so I wasn't thinking much of it I was trying to catch fish to hand him the reel it's like dad I think I have one I look over and his rods <laughs> bent it was actually a pretty good fish and then he reeled it all the way in the whole thing so that was pretty a, excited oh oh <laughs> It took it took a lot of negotiation to get him to put it back. Like, oh it's yeah, it's got to go back. You can't. You don't. Get you did to keep have him it. put it yeah. back, and he finally did. He did. Said, yeah, I my have my pictures. To... I have video. All this stuff. You want to eat it? I mean, that's what my kids just are always to, like. I wanna like, to wanna it. It. He, he, <laughs> want to eat <laughs> it. I'm like, you don't want to eat that. You don't. Come <laughs> on. Yeah,
1: it's not a fish you want to eat, buddy. Yeah. He just would. He
0: just kept looking at it, and wouldn't stop. But anyways, we he lived. We got it to negotiated well with the four year old, and I won that one thing up. Yeah. Uh, but while we were fishing, like, I don't know, an hour after that, I see just a pile of elk wrapping around that burn at the very top underneath those cliffs. Yep. I'm like, oh, shit, they're, they got bumped hard. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, you know, we've hunted it so much, I kind of figured where they were going to go was back into the live timber, that strip of live timber that goes back up the other side. I'm like, let's just, let's hurry up and get over there. We'll hop in the side by side. We'll get there and then we'll hike into that that um, that live timber. So we get over there and we, ended, we did cut them off. We cut them off really well, but like, because I had a spike tag just though, over the kind of yeah. spike tag. So I was thinking maybe yeah, we could not? go kill a spike. Why yeah. not? It's fun for the kids. Middle of the day. Everyone's yeah. awake. Like, whatever. Don't have to wake <laughs> up early or anything. So we pile in there, and all these elk start coming by. And there was one bull. It was probably 3.30 maybe. Yeah. Like, nothing crazy, but just good, good bull, bull. Fun bull to mm-hmm. look at. And then a, a handful of satellite bulls, like Raghorn 5s, no beagles. Cows were Cows were bouncing chirping. off each other Yeah Like they were about Because they were pushed And yeah. kind of had that like sporadic Keeping in contact yeah, with each yeah. other But the elk The, the bulls Nothing Zero yeah.
1: They'll get going Yeah I hope I, I hope They got a rut right
0: <laughs> I'm headed out tomorrow <laughs> Tomorrow's so the day So let's Yeah hope. which is
1: why we're here right and Today ex- yep, I decided we'd exactly run right. down To a podcast Before everybody kind of Takes off again So I'm yeah. leaving the end of the week Gonna run to Colorado um, Brady's still out Brady's out Do we say anything about Brady Brady's in Alaska. I've heard he's Serbia. Brady's in Serbia. (laughs) Brady's in Serbia. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: Heard he's had had a good trip. Yeah, I've
0: heard secondhand from our producer over here that he's had a good trip
1: so far. Yeah. He and I actually both same day had good luck. Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was the same day. Yeah. I got home, uh, Ooh. that night late and then I got back the next morning, got up and was just kind of putting some things together to run my deer down to the, to the taxidermist and got a message from Brady. And He I was left like, me out that little shit. He did. <laughs> yeah. I got <laughs> a no, message got a from Brady. Yeah. I think he was probably, I think he's more just like, what's going on at home? You know, yeah. like what's yeah. everybody up to? But. Yeah, so we've had some success. You killed a buck. I killed a buck. Yep. Um, we've got a Gohan original that's coming out Tuesday, so that's it'll release tomorrow. Right? Today's Monday. Mm-hmm. What is the date today? The eleventh, September eleventh. Oh, yep,
0: the eleventh. Never forget, man. Yep.
1: Yep. So tomorrow we have a, a new original coming out, which is my elk hunt from Utah. So we thought we'd just do a, a brief co- podcast where we all take off, maybe recap uh, a little bit of my hunt from the film that's coming up, which we're calling Dog Days, and. Uh, and then just kind of talk about some of the other hunts we've been on. The sporadic weird ones the that, that ended up being one. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess before we get going, we're gonna, we're probably just gonna do some storytelling today. Recap some hunts. Um, we'll hit you with a promo so you guys can sign up for a Go Hunt Insider account. If you sign up using the promo podcast, we're gonna give you fifty points back to the Go Hunt Gear Shop. If you sign up for a Go Hunt Maps membership, which is our Explorer, uh, we're gonna give you twenty points, which is twenty dollars back to the Go Hunt Gear Shop. Um, I was looking at, I'm, I'm always buying arrows. So, yeah, you know, it seems like I've still got, I've still got an elk tag. I've still got a late season, uh, archery deer tag in Nevada. So I've gone through some arrows throughout all the summer, just flinging arrows. I took my kid. Long kit, range. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting some long range stuff. And then I took my, um, uh, I took my oldest kid and my youngest kid up shooting. And, uh, my oldest kid is, he shot a lot when he was a kid, but he hasn't shot for probably, I don't know, a couple of years. And I thought, you know, he's a big kid now. He's probably 170 pounds mm-hmm. and, you know, 6'3". I thought he can start shooting a, you know, big, full, com- yeah, yeah, full yeah. compound. So I've got a bow that's set at 65 pounds. And so I got him into shooting it. And I think like the third arrow, he uh, he got almost a full draw, hit the trigger and Ooh. lost an arrow. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, that one went just off into the distance. And, and then uh, for whatever reason, he got into his head. And he, I think he ended up losing three or four that day, which... Yeah. He kept being like, "Oh, I don't want to lose any more arrows," but I'm trying to encourage him and be like, "You know, let's keep after it. You can do it. You know, no big deal." And then, the very last one, kind of like the one that broke the, you know, the camel's back, was he. uh, He came to full draw and he was deep into the grip, like clear across his lifeline, you know, like the old Mm. death grip. And I was like, man, he's about to really scorch his forearm with that string. no because then i said hey watch your grip right as i as he punched it so like what a good
0: dad (laughs) what a good dad so he
1: punched that one sent that one over the target but he was like uh how many arrows like how many dollars down are we in arrows right there and i was like well for those four we're we're pretty significant we're talking (laughs) (laughs) we're talking titanium inserts we're talking Uh. you know but anyway yeah but after that he was done so Needless to say, buy new arrows. Still, uh, there's yep. still a lot of hunts coming up. Um, you've got the rifle hunts going into October, so there's still a good time to pick up some go hunt gear. Absolutely. You got your gear all piled up. I saw. You're loaded.
0: I'm loaded. The only thing, the only thing I got to pack food. I'm moving today.
1: Oh, you are Ooh, oh, in say, the midst. Of this?
0: I should say I'm not. Move- my wife is my moving. Seven month pregnant wife. <laughs> bless her. She is moving today. We should be in the house like today or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so I got. I still have to pack my food because I've been dealing with moving a house. So Ugh. yeah,
1: there are few things on the planet worse than moving.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy. We were talking this weekend. It's like it's cr- everything seems to happen at once, and I don't know why. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just all falls. The way this all lined out, everything, the, for the last two weeks, I've been doing nothing but like training, shooting, mm-hmm. just getting stuff like randomly together. Why couldn't the house be then? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like vice versa. Yeah. But it all it all fell to right now. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Moving sucks.
0: Oh, it's horrible.
1: Is she going to have to put everything away? It's horrible. You gotta, I mean. She got help.
0: Yeah. I told her, you know, thankfully, and you know, I'm very fortunate, but. I, I told her like, look, I don't, I don't care what you spend on a moving service. Like sure. you're, I'm not, or not just going hunting. Hey, I'm not not yeah. going hunting. You're seven and a half months pregnant. Uh-huh. Like just, just, just manage the situation. You don't, don't pick up anything. Like you yep. just go get a moving service. I don't care what it costs you. Just get it, get it moved. You yeah. Know? So yeah. she can be comfortable too. So she doesn't have to wait on me for the next 12 days. You know, I'm living with my mother-in-law. So <laughs> And I tell, and I tell everybody, I love my mother in law. I love her. She's yeah. the best. I yeah. got coffee. I got food. Yeah. I, got, I got like another assistant in there, she's right? She's t- taking care of you. Oh, she helps with the kids. She's, she's amazing. And yeah. I love her. Like, I, I could live with my mother in law. <laughs> now, you throw my wife and mother in law in the same house with me. Yeah. Then I just get thrown into the shit all day long. Yeah. Boo side, I'm on, all this stuff. So that's what I could do with her. that Yeah. Part?
1: And just, you can just let things lie till you get home and then yeah. get things put away and get sorted out.
0: That's, I, yeah. I told her to leave my stuff so she doesn't have to worry about it.
1: That's the hard part um, about September. When it, when it happens, it happens. And you, you've got that window. And it's just like, you know, if you don't capitalize and take time with it, then yeah. you're a whole other year until it yeah. comes back around the again. The
0: move-in date is September. We're, we're shooting for tomorrow. So the 12th, move all of our stuff over today, get situated, and then tomorrow actually move-in. September 12th. I knew immediately like you like this when is that date b- was thrown out. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. <laughs>
1: yeah, it'll all work out. Yeah. So it's you're up. headed to you. You're headed you and Omar. Me and young Omar. Young Omar. Mm-hmm. How's Omar doing? He's excited. Yeah, he's been doing good. We've been uh, been doing
0: a lot of shooting, a lot of rucking. I mean, that's all I can do, obviously. So how even, are you
1: feeling as far as uh, I would physical?
0: Say, I'm, I would say I'm a solid eighty percent, like solid. Yeah. Not not. I wouldn't say I'm. Even close to 100, you know, somewhere between 80 and 90%. I feel.
1: Pack feels okay though. Yeah, Shooting a I bow did. feels all right.
0: We did Turtlehead Peak, which uh, is 2,022 feet of vertical. And then our hike into New Mexico, I think, is just shy of 3,000. So it's mm-hmm. relatively cool. close. Longer distance? Way longer distance. Yeah, you'd be fine. Yeah, and I felt, I felt good. I felt really good. And good. Uh, I did it with full, I actually was a little bit overloaded from my pack weight trailhead pack weight i did it like 58 pounds and then my trailhead pack weights like right at 48 and a half so that gotcha. felt good i felt really good bow shooting good bow shooting fantastic There you go. <laughs> thanks to you <laughs> there you go thanks to you big dog
1: no it's always the guy behind the bow I've seen a lot of bows that are completely out of tune. The guys shoot phenomenally well. It's just the guy just that got yeah, to know it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you get to know your equipment and you shoot it well. You just yeah. shoot it well. It's, so. it's shooting. It's shooting phenomenal, though. Give you a lot of confidence, then. Yeah. That's the best.
0: Well, then that buck that I shot, that gave me a ton yeah. of confidence, too. A well, ton of confidence.
1: Yeah. That's the best, right? Yeah. You get like a little pregame. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about your buck. Okay. I want to hear about your buck. So you kill a cool buck awesome buck now he's, he's got a funky main beam Does he's it got growl? an extra
0: beam i, I mean it, it doesn't wrap like a beam but it, it comes out of the pedicle and it, it's just like a looks like a g2 almost but because it, it doesn't like wrap like a beam would but it, there are two beams out of the pedicle Okay. That one just doesn't wrap with the other one. Does that make He's got a normal horn and then he's got another thing coming, another beam coming out of the pedicle that's like behind it. Have you
1: seen that one floating around on social media? A guy killed a buck and the one side is full velvet and the other side is hard horn. Like he's hard no. horn and then he's got a bunch of like uh, antlers kind of growing out around the base of it that are in velvet. No. I've seen probably two or three pictures of is it. Is it a big. Big deer. It's not a giant deer, but it's a cool, you know, a nice buck, probably one oh, no. sixty-ish looking frame. But like, it's it's weird because it looks to me like he's probably shed the one side, and then regrown that side back, which is in full velvet. And then the other side, for whatever reason, looks never. like it's never shed, and then it grew in around it. So there's like points coming around it that are in Holy full velvet. Shit. It is a weird no.
0: looking buck. Never, never seen it. Yeah, I have no clue.
1: I, yeah, and I don't know what would cause that. I don't know why it would. shed I've never. I don't I want to see it. It sounds awesome. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it. But um, yeah, weird. It sounds awesome. That reminded me of your buck when I saw it, but I I didn't. I mean, yours is full velvet, right? Yeah, full velvet. And I honestly. You know, I
0: no shame, but like I, I didn't know what it was. That's not what that hunt was to me. Yeah, I had a general 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 archery deer tag, which is pretty easy Mm -hmm. to get. Um, wasn't expecting much, and I had an over-the-counter spike tag. And Labor Day has been my family's; it's becoming a very special holiday for me and my family. You took
1: the whole family. Yeah, it looked like
0: you had your wife, your kid. That's what we did the last two elk hunts. You have your Um, niece with you. Had my niece with us. Is that your wife's? So my wife's cousin. Okay, but they are sisters. Yeah, I mean like gotcha. legitimately sisters. Super That's close. why I, we call her our niece. So you um, got you, your
1: wife, and two kids in tow.
0: And then my, and then Kylie and Bubba, which are uh, Clay's okay. parents, my niece's parents. Gotcha. And so like there's there is four <laughs> adults and two kids.
1: <laughs> you guys are hunting as a
0: troop, and we are we are rolling through the elk woods. <laughs> and my whole thought was going into this is like, man, we've we've hunted this on a bull tag with my wife. The, mm-hmm. When we had those tags the last couple of years and how many I've called in, I don't even know how many spikes, like that was always the fun with the kids. Yeah. The spikes will come in and almost like the kids will talk and the spike almost gets like more curious. Yeah. And you Bray,
1: have you talked to Braden in our office? Mm-mm. So Braden and his wife both killed spikes. And the one, I think he said that he called in five, a group of five spikes together. And that was before Labor Day. <laughs> I was just like, oh man, they must be, they must be rolling. They must be after it.
0: That's what I was thinking. So I thought we were, I thought we were spike hunting and I had a general deer tag just in case, but there's not a lot of deer there. Yeah. Um, especially when the elk start rolling all, I mean, all the deer vanish once the elk start rolling. this
1: is too noisy. Yeah. We're we're getting out of here. Yeah.
0: Like they just, (laughs) they, they kind of beat feet out of town. So
1: frat party, I'm out of here. So
0: I I mean, I thought we were, I thought I was going to call in a spike. Like my son has been on a lot of hunts with us. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's seen some stuff get killed with a gun. He's watched my wife kill deer, antelope, a uh, couple deer, a couple antelope, suppressed gun. So like mm-hmm. he can see it, sits there, watches it. True. But he hasn't seen an arrow break hit. You know, he yeah, hasn't the whole seen process. Nap, you know, yeah. Um. And so I was, really, I was really focused on like, man, I really want to call in a spike. Because the kids can be a little noisy. It's not going to matter. The spike will mm-hmm. you know, every curious. other year. I've done the last three years. They get more curious when the kids start talking. Do you talking.
1: remember that spike you and I called in in New Mexico? Yes. That way he came yes. in like, like
0: five feet? right there. That's what <laughs> I was expecting.
1: He would come in and look at us. <laughs> yes. And then walk to the right. Then turn around, Walked walk back. To the he'd cow call. Yeah. He'd come, come back. back. I was yeah. just like, oh, man, spikes. That's
0: what I was hoping for. Yeah. And that did not happen. The elk were non-existent and the spikes that we did find, they were just in a pile of cows. Mm-hmm. Like I just told that story about fish and they were just in a, I mean, there was 150 cows and there was a good amount of spikes, but they weren't, they weren't. Yeah. Weren't break. breaking the herd. to come No check calls, out a, no yeah. nothing. Elk weren't bugling. Um, and the deer actually, there was quite a, this is more deer that I have seen there in a very long time. Like mm-hmm. they've stuck. I don't, the late rut has kept them there longer. I don't really know.
1: I think there's quite a few deer where you were hunting. I've been going through that country. I had to put new brakes on my truck on Saturday for that reason because there's probably two different times I completely locked them up on the highway there for dearly. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, One morning I about collected a doe and two fawns. I mean, <laughs> I came within a whisper, and it was full tilt, lock them up. I mean, uh, like to the floor. And then, uh, yeah, I had to go. I, I called new brakes after yeah, that. <laughs> called my cousin. Yeah, Saturday, I called your cousin, went up in there, and I was like, hey, do you got somebody that can put new brakes? And they were like, t- t- yeah. Anyway, new rotors and pads. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah that's a lot of locking yeah. up
1: yeah locked them
0: up uh, so this does seem like there's a few more deer it, more than more than i can remember or have seen up there in a long time yeah so, so you need, guys are just
1: out traipsing around and looking. So just, look, just to say, looking
0: it turned into a deer hunt really fast um and the deer were the deer were out the weather huge low pressure system cold this can be Raining. no sunlight and so the deer were up they were super active so yeah. we were hunting them i mean our own it felt like basically all day, we'd go back and get some lunch, but then just, you know, go mess around in the elk woods. bought my son and my niece, those little, uh, Nerf bows. Oh yeah. Dude. <laughs> Are they, they shooting every shot? Every squirrel, that's a good idea. chipmunk bird
1: <laughs> shot at them,
0: shot at the horses, <laughs> the horses, everything. They shot at everything. <laughs> and I've, I've kind of liked, cause they had that, yeah, that like, mentality. Yeah, yeah. They're out they bow hunting. Wanted to go after them. I'm that's like, a good idea. I like, cool, that let's idea. go. Yeah, it was my wife's idea. Oh, was, that's cool. And it was, that was, it was so much fun to watch them do that. And it made, you know, made the slow elk hunting, like we were still trying, I wanted to kill a spike. That's what I was really after sure. just call one in the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we, we went back into that live timber patch the day after I told you those elk wrapped into that. And we were going, I was going back to see if those elk had stayed in, in that Canyon back there. And there was, you know, quite a bit of pressure. I'd seen a bunch of people hunting, mm-hmm. like they love that live timber. When there's a lot of pressure, they it's real thick. Um so anyways, we the next day we hunted the morning and you know, saw a bunch of two points and little three points. I don't really wanna I could have could've killed a couple, but mm-hmm. no rush, you know. Sure. So about nine thirty, ten AM, I'm like, let's go. Are let's you just, just
1: still hunting? No, like, no, no you Are glassing we're, in glass?
0: Yeah, we're driving to like points Mm -hmm. and then getting out of the, out of the side by side and like walking, I don't know, any four or 500 yards away and calling, seeing if anything happens, like far enough away from the road that there could be something to return, but not, I mean, we're not like pounding timber. Yeah. Um, so the day we're going after those elk the day after and, you know, we're park, we get to kind of where like the flat ends start walking into the timber. Like, it, start to get, it starts to get, like, that real shadow, that real canopied shadow live mm-hmm. timber. And Kylie, my, my niece's mom, Kylie, goes, what's that over there? <laughs> and I look over, and the, this buck's standing by a huge pine tree, massive pine tree, and he's got his right horn sticking out. Do you have everybody with you? Every, like, all right your, next to
1: me. <laughs> You're all standing there as a group. Six of us. <laughs> but And she looks over and is like, hey, what's that? What's that? Yeah, and the, yeah.
0: the deer's staring at us. And I can see his right horn, and it's a three, clear, clear three point, but wider, bigger mm-hmm. eye guards, bigger than everything I had seen. Yeah, I don't want to kill a yearling or any of that. And sure. I'm like, okay, this deer is at least a year older than everything we've seen, at least that that much older. And I pick up my binos. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a good deer. I'm like, everyone, just take a knee, <laughs> just be quiet, range them. <laughs> Not a close shot because okay. I got six people with us. Sure. And this, I this is a. Big confidence builder going into elk too, but I've been shooting so much this year. i you know, I always tell you and Brady, like I don't like to shoot a lot because I develop habits. I think habits you've shot more
1: this year than I than ever. ever. Yeah. And it's the sheep hunt that's,
0: that's yeah, in your my mindset. Mind. It's not so much this elk yeah. hunt, it's the sheep hunt that's in my mind sure. of like making sure everything is just so dialed. And I've been shooting long distances this mm-hmm. year a lot because of I'm I'm thinking that's most likely what's gonna happen with the sheep. You like in so, shooting? Are you liking
1: it? Like, do you yeah. do you enjoy the prod? Like, I, I'm do, enjoying it. Is it more of like a means to an end, or do you like the process of like shooting arrows?
0: I hate myself to admit it, but I'm liking it. Yeah. It's enjoyable. It is, man. There's it's nothing. really enjoyable, it's the best. especially the long especially range. Especially long range stuff. Yeah. When the
1: when the arrow breaks perfectly and you hit center. Yeah. Like I've been shooting pop cans, you know, man. When you get that audible feedback, it's That's just
0: what like, I want to start yes! doing. When you said that, but Dude, what it's I, so I've been fun. playing this game where I start at 40, i I'm, <laughs> I'm shooting like a probably like seven inch by seven inch it's like a silhouette on a block target of a deer but the kill zone the blacked out kill zone is probably like seven inch by seven inch Mm -hmm. and i'm playing this game where i start at 40 and hit the kill every time i hit the kill zone i move back 10 yards i know this game well yeah and i'm trying to get i get to 110 and see how many arrows it takes me to get to 110 yep and so that's this game i've been playing is like can i beat yesterday how many arrows can i do in less arrows Yep, Yep. exactly so i've been doing that a lot and uh, so I've been shooting 110 is my my furthest distance I've been shooting, and uh, so anyways the the deer is standing there looking. I see 77 yards. I range him. He's 77.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like I can shoot him. Everyone be quiet. Just you know, <laughs> just let me. And I I was like amped up because this is what I wanted. I mean, granted it's a deer not a spike, yeah. but like everyone can see the deer. Everyone is literally right at my feet. Yeah. They, they how draw, cool man. The, the arrow snap, everything. So in my mind, I'm like, hurry up, hurry up, because I don't want yeah. him to. So in my mind, I'm like rushing. Is he broadside? And I, uh, he's quartered away. Gotcha. More broadside than quartered, but yeah. he's quartered Ever away. Ever so slightly quartered Just, away. Yeah, and I love that shot. Yeah, it's a great shot. That's a massive kill zone yep. when they give you that angle. And that's why I'm I'm like, I, I can shoot. I, I can make the shot. So I told him I'll be quiet. My son was locked in, which was so awesome to see. Like he Everybody quiet? Quiet, locked in. <laughs> They were, he's a, the difference between three years old and four years old is monumental. And he can see the deer. Oh, everything. Oh, wow. He's the one point. He's like, daddy, daddy. He's pointing at it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, hold on. (laughs) And so when I drew, I mentally was like, calm down. Like, you don't need to rush it. Don't rush the shot. Like, calm down. And that was a good, that was a nice little, like, Okay. You know, I'm mentally do, I'm not lost. Do you know I'm what's curious. interesting
1: is I was actually, so I, sh- I shot this deer and we'll get into it. And I shot that elk that we'll talk yeah. about in the video. And then I shot this deer by myself, totally by myself. And then the other animals I've shot, I've had camera guys with me, you know, or, you mm-hmm. know, buddy. I actually think for whatever reason, like having somebody with you or a cameraman with you, it kind of slows you down. Yeah. To me, it, it feels like, okay, this is, I have to make this shot. It almost feels like, I don't know, it's kind of a weird feeling. Like, I feel like I slow way down. I feel like I'm a whole hell of a lot more deliberate when I've got somebody watching than I am.
0: When I was anchored, in my mind, I'm like, slow down. Everyone's here. I've yeah. got to make this shot. <laughs> yeah, isn't that like, weird? Yeah, and I mentally, yeah. and then and then in my head, I'm like, okay, you're not checked out. Like, focus. And yeah. so I my, I had control of my mind at that point. And I'm, I just, you know, settled the pin. The arrow broke. It was felt it was a great shot. I knew immediately right when I released it, just like we talked about, like when you, mm-hmm. when an arrow breaks and you know, immediately yep. just it's in your mind, feeling. you're like, yep. Yep. I had my sight dialed perfectly 77. I've dialed it to 75. It was at 77. I'm like, as soon as it broke, I'm like, perfect. But I actually hit him like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a great shot by any means. There's a lot of luck in this. I actually hit him like absolutely perfect in the heart. Oh, so he ran like. Did you do the mule kick? So he did a huge jump mule kick and yep. ran like 30 yards and did the backflip tip oh, over. Oh yeah! So the kids got to see that the whole too. thing. Yes, so it was awesome. So oh my, my son's like, Dad, you ran went <laughs> like this. I'm like, yeah. the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, buddy, that means we got him. Like oh, we got that's him. That's crazy. And then the other great part about that too is the blood trail. So even though we saw him go down, the kids are so. Yeah. The, I mean, they were. She used to
1: go through that whole process. He's seven.
0: Them. He's four. <laughs> They already forgot about like where they watched the deer go down. So I got to go up there. I'm like, okay, we have to find my arrow, mm-hmm. caked in blood. And I'm like, okay, now we have to find the blood trail. And then the two little kids, four and seven years old, going through. Oh, there's blood. Oh, there's blood. It was the. It that's was really awesome. cool. I wish it was a spike, obviously, but ended up being a deer. And uh, the the whole process, like that, is what I wanted, though. Bar, you know, barring not yeah. being a spike and it being a deer, that's exactly what I wanted. Everyone to see the arrow draw in the moment the arrow break, the, the animal react, blood, runoff, trail. blood trail, the mm-hmm. whole thing. And uh, we walked up on the blood trail and he was kind of piled up because he did that backflip. So his head was kind of piled underneath his body. Mm-hmm. And I pulled out that horn I'm like, it's on film, too. I'm like, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. It's got the extra beam coming out the, yeah. the other side. I'm like, holy shit, this thing is cool as hell.
1: Yeah. And I my, can't remember when I saw the picture, but that was the first thing. I was like, oh, that's funky. That was, buck's got fu- something funky going awesome. on. Awesome.
0: It was awesome. Now my son is begging me to get in his bedroom because we're we're moving. Mm-hmm. We keep telling him he's going to have the best bedroom ever, the whole thing. Sure. Get him excited about moving. You get him out of it? I'm euro mounting it. Euro, I'm gonna, I'm with the velvet. A, keep the velvet. Oh yeah, gotcha. Oh yeah, right over his bed. I told you, yep, this one's yours. That's You really can have cool. it in your room. So it was, it was awesome.
1: Yeah, blood trailings. I, I that my last episode, I I just on the game trail podcast that I did, I did a whole thing on on just like reactions of the animal and like what the arrow can tell you about the mm-hmm. animal and like that's why I was curious is like just the reaction of the animal, like huge heart, mule kick, heart heart shots typically that big mule deer, you know, big mule kick and, and then a, and
0: a real fast runoff yep. and then that like that like tip over it, backwards. Yep, That's did the exactly that.
1: That's really cool that you're, you know, your kid and yeah. niece, everybody got to see it.
0: It was awesome. That's awesome. And I made the shot. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, thank yeah.
1: God. Yeah. <laughs> and you said
0: my son being like, dad, what, what happened? Yeah. You know, like,
1: you know, and so you're shooting good. Montag G5s, right? Montag F- fixed, G5s. Fixed blade head. It's all I've ever shot since Everything day one. Everything shot awesome. Yeah. That's good, man. It's a good vote of confidence yeah, going into more haunts. I told,
0: I told, haunts. Uh, I told, Co- well, Cody, we were filming a, a gear list and I said, back when I was young enough to get dumb tattoos like broadheads, I got a Montec <laughs> tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> yeah. So I have to shoot Montecs and I have yeah. a choice.
1: That's right. Montec for life. Montex for life, man. It's a good head. I'm branded. It's a solid built head.
0: Can't do without it.
1: And if you can get it to fly, I mean, that's one thing is like, you know, if you take a, a 70 yard shot mm-hmm. and you've got a fixed blade head and that hit, it hits right behind the pen, I mean, it just gives you... Great vote of confidence in your abilities and also just like the tune on the bow and the equipment and everything.
0: Uh, That's the other... I know it's expensive, but I only shoot broadheads.
1: Oh, okay. That's all I... So you've only been practicing with broadheads?
0: Yeah, I go through block targets quick. Like, you know, (laughs) they take a beat. You probably go through some arrows too, veins. And I I go through some arrows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I Robin Hooded one. It's been... I saw you Robin... You all Robin Hooded one? Closest I've ever been. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, I posted that on Instagram. It's a close... I don't know... I don't know how... It didn't though. Yeah. Because it, it was inside that collar. Mm-hmm. It was inside that gold collar. But yeah. because it was a broadhead, it probably just snapped yeah. that, you know? I yeah, don't know. blade angle maybe yeah. popped out.
1: Yeah, I Robin Hooded one with uh, mechanical and it went right down the back end of it. And like it went clear to the insert on the other arrow and just that's, sparks. That's, it was pretty cool. It also sucks because you're like, well, there went another arrow.
0: That's, I'm Even losing that arrow, that I even, it wasn't even a full Robin yeah. Hood, I'm like, I'm good with losing that.
1: I have mixed emotions because I shoot groups and I shoot every day, but like I'll I'll probably Robin Hood. I don't know. A lot of them are close range, you know, twenty yarders. Are, I'll probably Robin Hood six or seven, maybe a summer. But it used to be like you're a better shot than me. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's like I said, most of them are close. And then the other the other thing that really pisses me off is when you Robin Hood an arrow and it's like not in the dot. So like. <laughs> you have one arrow that's outside the dot and then another arrow that it's, Robin hoods that arrow yeah. and it's outside the dot. And you're like, I want to feel good about this Robin hood, but it's not in the dot. <laughs> so that kind of sucks. But yeah, uh, I've gotten to the point where if I Robin hood an arrow, I'm kind of pissed off about it. Cause I'm like, Shit, I still, I need,
0: I need my, my first one. I've, I you have, you I just have got to
1: shoot, shoot groups at 20 yards. <laughs> that's the that
0: honestly, and I don't, and I don't shoot at 20. Yeah, I start at shoot 40. Long. That's, yeah. I start at 40 and work my way back. Yeah. And usually it's, one or two arrows up 40, and then I already start working yep. back.
1: You're shooting five pins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still feel good about five. That Excel. Yeah, Excel. Um, and it's, uh, it's not, it's a, this, um, hold on. Accustat. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Five pins. Yeah, this is the first year I've shot. So I shot, uh, I'm shooting that new UltraView site. I want to switch the, to that the after slider. this year. Yeah, the pins on the multi pin. So it's got, they have the three pin housing and then they have like a bottom stationary pin. So it's essentially like a four pin. But the top 3 pins are 15 pins and then the bottom two pins a 10 pin and my eyes are just too old. I can't see I just can't see it. So I really? had to yeah. So I got uh, a double pin for that one and then I used just a like a little white paint and made myself a third dot. But um
0: on the actual site housing?
1: Uh actually on the pen, so it's got an up pin. Oh, so you're just yep, a little so bit I've down got, from that. Yeah, so I've got a 1 2 I've got you know, fiber pens for my one and my two, and then the third I just made a little dot for like a third reference point. And I found myself, you know, hunting deer, and then you know I was seeing elk and stuff. But I remember, I remember a couple times thinking, I just am so used to a five-pin sight. I remember thinking like I kind of missed that five-pin. I just yeah. really like re- reference points, especially for elk, because you just you just never know when they're going to come in. Absolutely. And like, yeah. I mean, I think for mule deer a lot of cases like this buckeye shot you know you have the opportunity to dial the site. and i think it's awesome for that but i do kind of miss the five pins
0: it's i don't i'm so weird with the the whole archery thing for me it goes against every other part of my personality nature mm-hmm. i love new shit i'm always yeah. changing like yeah. i love new shit you guys know this about me i'm always yeah. but for whatever reason archery i cannot change i don't like it I like that 5-pin. Yeah. I like the slider saya. I like how it all works. I like the Halen X. I like the G5s. Yep. And I just, I can't get myself to switch.
1: Yeah, I had, I mean, I shot this buck and I had several people comment like, oh, you're shooting the, v, the V3X, you know, and I've got a phase four, which is this uh-huh. year's bow. But for whatever reason, I'm kind of like you and that I just have so much confidence in this V3X that I've got. Like, I just I ended up shooting it. And I, I, I shot both of those bows all summer, so I'd shoot, like, one one day and one the other, you know. And I thought, you know, both of them shot good, but, like, ultimately that V3X. And sometimes I think it's just the individual bow. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I just, I just feel like I cannot miss with that bow.
0: I have a V3X in my office that's mm-hmm. fully outfitted. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful bow. Looks amazing. I have it just on my it just sits on my stand next to my desk. But I just I don't I can't shoot it compared to the Halon. Yeah, I just don't like the it. Halon X. So it's just sat in my office yeah. fully outfitted. Every it's ready to rock, like ready to go.
1: Do you have the thing like where you go in your head, you're like, Oh, but this is the new bow I need to shoot and I need to play with every
0: it. Every other part of my life, yes. But yeah, not, bows, but not, not, not bows. bows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you definitely gotta feel like you have uh like the most confidence that you can in your equipment. Yeah. And sometimes you just get a bow and you feel it.
0: Man, I just I love that thing, love it. Good but deal. yeah. Anyways, I wish it's you know it's not a it's not a big buck by any means, but it was special a damn luck, special though. buck. Yeah, and it's going right in my son's right in my son's room. So that was he's pumped. It was about awesome. It. it was honestly it was honestly awesome. Yeah, that was incredible for us. And then, like I said, Labor Day is quickly becoming my family's very special weekend. We've killed two bulls in a row on Labor Day weekend with my son. Not not him seeing it get hit get hit, but like the recovery with my son and him Mm -hmm. being, you know, there with us, listening to bugles, all that. Now this, yeah, it's such a weekend.
1: He's got to be fully hooked.
0: Oh, he's hooked. (laughs) Like, And I, you'll never hear me complain one time about how hooked he is, but he
1: is damn hooked. I was interested in in your wife. Is your wife kind of missing, I mean, she's seven months pregnant last year, the last two years, I guess, right? She's been hunting elk this Mm -hmm. time of year. Any... Sense we, for her, like is she missing it at all? We couldn't. Is
0: she, is she jonesing It's too physical for how far along pregnancy she was oh, this year. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, ten thousand feet elevation. Yeah, where we live in Vegas, like not high elevation, yeah. obviously. So we kind of, yeah, we got we put the pause on it this year, and all she could talk about is how she, I'm I'm an elk person. I don't even know how you could shoot these deer. I'm an elk person. I know why are we hunting these deer? I'm an elk person. I knew like, I liked her. Okay, <laughs> like, we are locked in. <laughs>
1: She's kind of missing it. Then.
0: Oh, she beyond missed it.
1: She'll be back at it beyond, next year. Oh,
0: yeah. Next year, we're, we're right back at that's it. That's the
1: hard part. I wish, I've said it before, I wish elk, you know, I wish they rode it two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. I wish they were like sheep, right? You, you get one in like February, maybe one in September, yeah. that'd be awesome.
0: That would be awesome.
1: But they don't. <laughs> just <laughs> but just sadly, once, just once, but unfortunately. She is, she is a
0: full-blown elk hunter. Like, that's all she cares about.
1: Are you guys gonna go back up like when you get back from your hunts to just like spend some time and yeah. like hear, hear elk?
0: Yeah, that's what we're hoping You're for. Your dad going hunting? Yeah, my dad. My dad's hunt opens the twentieth this year, okay. right? Because it yeah. got pushed back. Yep. So that yeah, that opens a the little 20th. later. Yep.
1: You guys yep. go so up and kind of help out and hear bulls bugle maybe. If I'm
0: if I'm back in time from New Mexico because mm-hmm. they they both end the same day, but if I'm even back. It ends the 24th. If I'm back on the 23rd, I'll just swing through, pick up my wife and kid yep, and go. And go Just up. one day. Yeah.
1: It is cool to hear him bugle. It's the best. Yeah. It's
0: the absolute best. Well, I, I had some luck. I was, was going to get into you. Yeah. Because you, my my hunt was very family oriented. And yeah, just my very,
1: never, that's one thing. I always feel selfish. It's, just, it's something I wrestle with quite a bit, actually. My wife texted me on the way down today. and you know, cause I would, you know, I, I hunt a lot on my own, yeah. you know, and I, I should be better about trying to get, and I do, I'm going to, you know, my kids, you've been got taking
0: to, your kids like crazy though.
1: No, I mean, not a ton, but I, you know, I take them out in the summer and shoot and you know, I, I do need to get my kids out more for sure. You,
0: like you've been taking The other part of that though, is they're in sports. They're in high school. They it's are not in like sports. they can go all the time. Yeah.
1: I, I, I ran back mid hunt to like watch two soccer games on a Saturday. Yeah. And, yeah, but I do, like my, my oldest has got some tags this year, and so I'm going to throw the three of them in the truck and we'll go out and Perfect. just chase. But um, I'm yeah. plenty selfish too. And I next, don't know, I'm pretty, the, se- the more the older I get, the more I, I look back on like all the hunting that I have done and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm kind of selfish when it comes to hunting.
0: In the next month and a half, my wife's seven and a half months pregnant and I have a four-year-old. In mm-hmm. the next month and a half, I have an equal amount of days in the backcountry in a tent as I do at home in my bed. <laughs>
1: really? Yes. <laughs> Did you tell her that?
0: Oh, she knows. <laughs> she's, she's well aware. Oh man. I mean, I just put it in on the front end. That's crazy when you think about it, huh? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That's wild.
1: Yeah. I killed a good buck. Um, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Probably best buck I'll ever shoot. I think. Not if I know you. I don't know. I've texted my, my brother and I. He were he we were exchanging text messages, and I said, "Yeah, I think this is probably the best buck I'll ever kill." And he's just like, oh, "I'll never say never." I'm like, "It's really hard That's to." That's what you said about your muzzleload buck. I know, but this is it's hard to hard to think I could ever yeah. kill a buck better than this. So. Yours is
0: yours is a real hard hardcore story, which is the most impressive part of it. Let's start at the beginning. So we. <laughs> I was we, born a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had been talking on the podcast that you've yeah. been looking. Yeah, you've been out there. You have mm-hmm. a dedicated hunter yep. tag, and you've been out looking, mm-hmm. but you just haven't found one to get the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long ago you sent me the video, mm-hmm. but that's when it started.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'd seen. Yes, yeah, so I had been out looking, and I didn't have a ton of days in the summer to scout. I'd probably only put like maybe a couple weekends, like Saturdays, Sundays. You know, so like a Saturday uh, morning and evening, and then you know maybe a Friday night. And I'd seen a I'd seen a buck, so I had I had a ridge and a couple big. I'm trying to decide how much to say here, but I I had a couple canyons. I mean, I, it's a general tag, sure, so hide d- as much as you want. Yeah, general general season tag, but I'd had um, I had these two big canyons, and I've got this ridge that kind of runs between the two of them. And it's been probably four or five years ago. Uh, I'd spent some time glass in that country and hunting that country and that that side of the unit or that of the mountain i haven't spent as much time as i have on the other side and so i'd seen a buck it was during the bow hunt um and he was big buck and i just kind of put it in my back pocket and so is that when
0: you sent me the video
1: no, this has been a number of years ago, but oh, yeah, oh, Sorry. yeah, no, that's okay. But then, uh, yes, yeah, so I kind of always kept this country in the, my back pocket and there's, it's real glassable. I mean, there's and a lot of people know about it. It's real open country. I mean, it's, you know, big burn blew through there 20 years ago. And so it's relatively glassable. There's a lot of like Aspen region though, a lot of edge. Um, so I, I'd, I'd seen a buck and I knew he was going to be a big buck, but like, you know, we were talking this year, it just. I mean, when you're early July, it's like, how big is that buck going to be? Mm-hmm. Like that looks like a good buck, but you know, how, you how truly know. big is that yeah. buck going to be? You know, are they growers or
0: showers? Yeah. That's it. yeah.
1: So I remember <laughs> thinking at the time, like, Oh great, you know, good buck, but maybe not a giant buck. I just, you know, don't know, but I'm going to kind of keep it in my back pocket. And you know, if I haven't found anything else, I'm going to put more time and attention into that. So then yeah, fast forward to the hunt rolling up. Um, you know, got into the hunt. I was kind of still looking. I'd gone back to that area and looked and looked and looked. And then, um, ended up getting, you know, I, I ran into a buddy and, uh, he's like, Hey, uh, you know, here's some video. He shows me the video, sends me the video. And he's like, you know, this buck is supposedly on that unit. He's like, I don't know much about it. I don't know anything about it. He'd got it from another buddy And, uh, I'm like, I think that's the same buck that I'm looking for. And he's like, I don't know exactly, but he's like, I kind of think maybe general area. And, uh, I was like, that's where I'm at. I was literally sitting on that spot, that, that spot. Like I was there and I'm like, well, that's where I am, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, so kept looking, yeah, and kept looking and then, you know, kind of progressed through the hunt. I'm hunting weekends. You know, I'd leave work on, you know, Friday afternoon and I'd run over or I'd get up Saturday morning, like 2.30 in the morning and run over and hike. And, you know, I'm looking for that buck. I can't really find him. I'm seeing other bucks. Um, checked out a bunch of different areas and kind of couldn't, you know, I was seeing bucks. But just not seeing that yeah, buck. You that's know? when you were sending
0: Brady video and not me. And I'm like, what the fuck, <clears> man? <throat> <Yeah. laughs> why not? Yeah. And you're so like, I, well, if I send you it yeah. has to be big. I'm like, yeah. why? I yeah. like looking at deer. Yeah. And so then I, it seemed like one day after yeah. I got a video sent. I'm yeah. like, holy yeah. shit.
1: Yeah, so I'd seen some one sixties, one seventies, but then, you know, this buck. And then uh, you know, I guess fast forward to you know, like last week, I'd pretty well carved out. And I've always said this, like I feel like you have to have just like consistent days. Like Mm -hmm. I think it's great if you got like one or two days on a weekend, you know, maybe a Saturday, Sunday or a Monday or Friday, Saturday, Sunday to put into it. But I think you really have to start to get like four or five days at a time to like start to figure things out, right? Completely agree. So I'd scheduled you know, I took, uh, I left, I think last Friday and I had Friday and I was going to take that whole week essentially to go out and, you know, really bow hunt and try to find a buck or this buck. Um, so yeah, I was, you know, up looking and I was starting to look at the landscape and trying to get an idea on where, where could this buck be? Cause I just hadn't seen him, you know? And, uh, I kept thinking, I mean, if you, if you got a buck, you think he's a big buck. I think just by the nature of what I think of a big deer, you always think like that buck's going to be like steep and deep. You, you think, Always. yeah. You think he's not furthest gonna, away, yeah, deepest pocket. Yeah, he's not going to be somewhere where I'm going to be able to like easily glass him. You know, I think he's going to be somewhere steep and deep, and so that's those are the kinds of areas I was looking. You know, I was looking down in these pockets and canyons, and I was like, these two drainages. I was really just like picking them apart from different areas. And uh, anyway, I ended up talking to a guy, uh, elk hunters. A lot of elk hunters up there, and he's like, "Hey, I I saw I jumped a buck." um, this morning. And he's like, I think he was a pretty good buck. I was like, okay. And so I started looking at the landscape kind of based on where he was at and his truck was parked and I started looking at it and I thought, you know, I don't, I don't think it's possible, but maybe, you know, cause like this isn't that far from a main road. And, uh, I thought, you know, tonight I'm going to backpack around the backside of it and kind of get over to where I can look back. And essentially what I'm doing is I'm looking back towards the road <laughs> which hiked off the road, off and the road, look to then look to the back road. towards the road, you know what I counter-intuitive. mean? Counterintuitive counterintuitive. Yeah. And especially for this type of deer, you yeah. know? So I did that, uh, got up in there that evening, um, sat down and like sunset. So I'm looking, you know, I was looking essentially into the sun the whole evening and then the sun sets and uh i mean it's dark like you you know it's like dark you can't really see what you're looking at but you can kind of see you know movement Mm -hmm. so i see a couple of bucks and they're working through this aspen region and it's just dog hair thick but i can tell that they're bucks just because you know one i can see frame Mm -hmm. and then uh i can see that they're just real gray so you know all the bucks are pretty well grayed out in fact i saw some other bucks earlier on in the week that they're hard horned like i saw i saw this one buck he's a three by four with a you know, he's basic mainframe three point with like a kicker off one side. He was hard horny's with five other bucks that are still in velvet. And like, he is running. I mean, he is really, he is pushing those. He's going. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> hormones are flying. Hormones are flying. Yeah. yeah. He is raking. He can't walk past a tree without raking it. And then every <laughs> single buck that gets within a foot of him, he's hooking him. Oh, I love like it. he's just sticking them with an antler, you know, like, Oh, check these hard antlers I got going on, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, and they're all r- real great out at this point. All the bucks. So I see these two bucks, and uh, I'm like, okay, that one's definitely big, framey buck. I get a little video of him, even though it's kind of hard to see. Um, but I'm thinking, yeah, that's the buck, you know. And then, uh,
0: do you get do you get excited? Like, we're oh, I was excited, yeah. But like, then, holy shit, I found him.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm having a holy shit moment for sure. Yeah. Like I found him, but then just like this country is, I mean, I've bow hunted this country before. It's really hard to kill a big buck with a bow on this area. I feel like, like it's pretty tough. It's just, it's thick. It's not made for it. No, it's real rocky. It's real rough country. It's tough bow hunt. It's not like your typical Alpine high country mule deer hunt, you know, where you're putting a buck to bed above timberline, you know, and you've got decent vegetation and some of those like ground, you know, growing pines where you can like stalk in and it's, it's thick it's not like yeah. your typical high country mule deer hunt so um i watch them until dark they kind of work around onto this face i'm like i'm just gonna stay down in here so that night i just dropped into the bottom below it and just stayed down in there i got up the next morning uh you know i was i was pretty excited I didn't sleep too great that night because I'm, I'm just sure. i'm pumped you know and i'm like what what could potentially happen and So the next morning before light, you know, maybe hour before light, I hike back up to the top where I can glass back onto this face. And I get up there and it's just like gray, gray light. And I pick up a deer and it's like, 30 yards from where I'd last seen it the night before. So I'll throw on the spotter, wait for it to get light enough to see, and, like, I pick him up, and it's him, and he's just all by himself at this point. So now you know 100%. 100 it's, it's him. Yeah, for sure. I know it's him. I can see kicker. I can see everything, you know. I'm like, and he's framey. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. 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 Yeah, so I can watch him. I watch him, and it's cold. Like, wind's blowing. It's like you're saying. Yeah,
0: it was cold, cold. that weekend.
1: Yeah, cold blowing in. I mean, windy. Uh, many times I wished I'd had my puffy pants, you know, mm-hmm. and the other thing about watching a big deer like that, and you're trying to figure out how to, how to make a stalk and make it work. Is that like, you just do not dare take your eyes out of the spotter. Cause they can disappear just so quick, you know, yeah. and he's kind of feeding, uh, up under some cliffs and he's kind of working through some pine and some Aspen and I'm just watching him and watching him, and watching him. So I watch him all morning till. 9:15, And he works his way up underneath these ledges. And um, he kind of goes into this pine pocket and, and beds down. And I can kind of see one side of him. Uh, I can see what I think is his body. And I'm just watching him at this point. It's like 930. And I think, you know, we've talked before, but I think you've with mule deer, it seems like anyway, you've got kind of they'll bed mid-morning and, and it seems re-bed. like they'll, they'll get up and re-bed. Mm-hmm. And so, they got like an hour of maybe an first hour. bed yeah. and then they re-bed. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of working it through in my mind, like, do I make a move now or do I wait? And so I ultimately just decide to wait. I'm like, I'm just going to wait and see if he gets up and moves and then re-beds, you know, because I'm by myself. I don't have anybody to spot for him or anything mm-hmm. like that to say, hey, he moved. So I make this this decision, and like it's so hard. And I, I've had this like history with big mule deer, especially spot and stock. Like I almost feel this intimidation factor. Like I want that animal so bad. Like I'm really scared I'm going to mess it up. You know, like yeah, it, so holds you back. It's almost, almost easier yeah. just to sit there and watch him because mm-hmm. then you you know you're not going to screw it up. You know,
0: absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if you felt that. Absolutely, no yeah. question. Yeah, when you're watching one, it's like. If I don't push him, then I know I still have it. Mm-hmm. But if I do and I mess and I, it up, And I mess done. it up, he's it's done. It's over. Yeah, yeah, I won't see him again. Yeah.
1: Yep. So I just decide I'm going to sit here. I'm going to take the chance. I'm going to wait him out and just see if he gets up and re So I kind of move a little bit where I can a little bit more clearly see into that pocket. And he gets up and he starts feeding again about 10 o'clock, 10, 15. And he feeds like right out into the sunlight and he's right below these ledges and he's just like feeding along and he's all by himself.
0: Could you, there's no chance you could have made it by that time?
1: Uh, uh, maybe I might've. I could have maybe potentially. Were you thinking
0: like, oh, shit, if I was yeah, just oh, on yeah. that one ledge oh, right yeah. there?
1: Because when he gets up and he starts feeding them, like, at that point I'm like, where is he going to end up? Is he going to yeah. wrap around the backside? Mm-hmm. Is he going to just – because sometimes they'll do that. Like sometimes Absolutely. they'll just cut country and, you know, they'll move out of sight. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, I potentially I screwed up my opportunity here. But he feeds over. He kind of feeds over into this little patch, and he's just kind of feeding, and I can see bits and pieces of him, and then – I'm thinking, that's what I'm thinking. I think he's going to wrap around and disappear out of my life, you know? And I'm like, well, I guess we'll just be here again tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. the next three or four days. And like, I think I told, I think I told Porter, I think I told a lot of people, like, I'm, you know, if I find this buck and you know, I'm going to call this buck the roommate buck because I'm moving in with moving him. In, yeah, yeah. Cause you just don't get a chance at a buck like this. Right. So, um, as luck would have it, he kind of stopped, turned around, and he just actually fed right back the same way that he came. And he fed this time back up underneath the ledges, Then he actually moved up a little bit higher, like into this cut. So you've got two cliffs, like one to his left, and then one kind of to his right. And he kind of moves right up into this pocket. So he's like almost between these two ledges, you know,
0: like a pointed notch within yeah. those two.
1: Yep. Yep. And okay. there's a there's a patch of timber, like a stringer of timber that runs up into this notch between these two cliffs. And then there's kind of towards the bottom end of it, there's a big standing dead dug fir. And he goes up and he beds right down underneath this big dead dug fur, which is just a stroke of luck. Cause like and that's the other thing is like, I mean, I think it takes some some skill, but it takes a shitload of luck. Always does. It takes so Everything much luck. With success involves. Yeah. Luck. It takes so much luck. So he beds underneath this big lone, you know, standing dead dug fur, which is like yeah. a really nice reference point. So I watch him bed and it took me about a minute. I've watched it in bed to just like, that's it. Full send. Full send. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. And so I throw everything in my backpack and I just take off. And I dive off into the bottom. I get into the timber and I work the timber all the way around the backside of this peak. And I get around the backside of the peak um, and I hike straight to the top of the peak. And I'm like busting ass because I'm just thinking like, I don't know how much time I've got. You know, I, I just want to cut country as much country as I can. You want to make hay where the sun's yeah. shining, right? Oh yeah. So I hiked to the top of the peak, losing
0: sight. Yeah, when you, ta- when you finally yeah. decide to take your eyes mm-hmm. off and you're blind, yep. you're moving. Then it's like, holy shit, yeah. holy shit, yeah. holy shit, all the whole yeah. time going over there. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, you're going in blind. Uh, I got no idea if he's going. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be there or not, but I know he was there, and I got, I think, you know, I've probably got at least an hour and a half, two hours mm-hmm. potentially, you know, maybe more. Um and then the other thing is like I I looked at the landscape, like I took a picture with my phone just for reference. I took the little little marker on your phone and I made a dot like right at the base of that tree and I zoomed in on it, took two pictures just so I could be like reference point, you know, once I get around the backside, I wanna have some sort of reference point. Um the other thing is is like I didn't quite know if I could get down above him because like it's cliffs, but looking at the cliffs it's like cliff bands you know what i mean mm-hmm. they kind of run out towards him and i thought i don't know if i can get there but i think it's probably my best chance based on the direction the wind's blowing um i did think like at one point like oh maybe i could sneak up this side because it looks to me like if he does feed out in the evening there's probably only one direction he can go but then i got the wind blowing straight yeah. from them so i was like i can't do that because i'll definitely blow him out so i got to thinking like the only chance i've got is to really come down on top
0: is while you're walking while you're
1: yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just, yeah. Well, as I was getting my stuff together, I'm trying to work my way All through. That, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking my way through the different scenarios of like, what are my possibilities here? Um, I like the element of surprise, whether it's like he gets up and feeds out to you or if you can actually stock in, you know, above him when he's still bedded. Mm-hmm. But those are kind of my two options at the point. I knew I couldn't come up from underneath him cause he's bedded looking down straight downhill and it's like steep, steep as a cow's face, you know, yeah.
0: the picture show how steep it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I just take off. I get to the top of the hill, and I'm like, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the top, and like, if I'm cliffed out and I can't get out above him, then I will reverse and come back and just like reassess and try to hope that he feeds out to me. But I get to the top. I drop my pack. I drop my my walk and pole, my trekking pole. Walk and, Walk. Walking stick. Walk stick. I think that's what <laughs> I said to you. Yeah, I drop my walking sticks. So anyway, I drop both of those, uh, and I start trying to work down through these cliffs. And How long do you think it took you to get there? Probably an hour and a half, maybe an hour. So it took some time. It took some time, yeah, yeah. He's been bedded there for a while, uh, and I just start working through these cliffs, and like I don't like heights, and there were, <laughs> <laughs> and there were, there were a few times where I was just like, I don't know, this is this is this is probably pretty stupid, like this is pretty dumb, like I could probably fall, <laughs> you know, but then you keep. I'm thinking like, about the buck that's bedded. I'm thinking bedded. there's this, there's a giant buck that's yeah. just bedded right there. And the whole time I can see the top of that big dead dug fur like out there just below these cliffs, you know? And I'm like, that buck, I know that buck is bedded right, right at the base of that. So I just kept working, going slow as I could, you know, try not to get too in my head about the cliffs and stuff. And I just worked down and I eventually worked to like a a shelf. So there's probably like a four or five foot shelf that I can kind of work on to. And I kind of edge out to my left of it and I can see this big dead dug fur. And I get to a point where I can get kind of close to the edge and I like lean out and I like look down and he's just bedded right below me. Like has no idea. No idea. Like he's, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like he's got his head to the left and his whole body's kind of J-hooked, you know, around the back side of this tree. And he's just bedded there. He's got his leg tucked. He's got his back legs tucked. He's got his front legs out, you know, like deer too. <laughs> and uh yeah, I can just see both sides. And Did you have a mini panic attack right there? I had my heart was pounding through my chest. That's like, that
0: that first that first glimpse like that in range too is just that like yep. like your body just goes into shock. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, like, my oh. heart my
1: heart is just <laughs> yeah. pounding through my chest. Just <laughs> and uh I kind of lean back a little bit and then, you know, I pull out my range finder and I lean forward again and I range him. And I think true yardage, he's like 39 yards, but with the cut, it's like 26. So it's like 13 yard cut. On a 40 yard, a 40 yard <laughs> shot. So it's like pretty so much. So you're, you, you're not bullshitting. Down. It's, it's, it's cliffs. cliffs. Yeah. Like straight up Yeah. Cliffs. I'm like shooting straight down pretty much. And, uh, at that point I like lean back and I like, I'm trying to talk myself through the scenario, you know, like working through the situation. Like, What'd you say to yourself? Just calm down. Just that's rela- all you were saying. Just relax. Yeah, calm down. It's totally okay. This is going to work out. You know, just all I'm, I'm envisioning like what's going to happen. You know, did you
0: let yourself envision you shooting it? Did uh, yeah, you let your yeah. mind go there? Yeah, you I'm.
1: Th- yeah, and I'm. I'm thinking it through. Thinking through the whole thing. Shot. Um, I remember. I I immediately just dialed my sight to twenty six set the pin exactly at 26. I leaned out and I ranged him again just to double check it. And, uh, at that point I leaned back and I'm thinking like, okay, what are my possibilities here? You know, should I just shoot him in his bed? And I'd peek out over and I'd look at him and I'd think, you know, essentially if I shoot him, I'm going to shoot him. If he's better, it'd be like pretty much right in the spine, like back, which I don't love. hmm uh, I don't like the margin of error, like, you know, an inch either side of his spine, you yeah, know what I mean? It. Shooting yeah. straight down. And, and I just got to thinking, you know, what's the wind doing? The wind's blowing probably 10 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour straight up the face. So it's blowing straight out of the South. So I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking, yeah, I've, I'm pretty good. Like there's no way he's going to win me. I'm at the top of this, you know? So I just think, you know, I I'm going to let him stand and at least give me, if he stands, I'll probably get like another three or four inches this side of his back strap or his spine, you know, that I can yeah. pop an arrow. But then you're also thinking like, what if he just blows out? Yeah. What if he just stands yeah, and goes? Yeah. What if he just stands and goes? So I'm kind of freaking out and kind of working it through. But ultimately I just decided like, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait for him to stand. And so I lean back against the ledge and from the ledge, like I could still see his right side. So I couldn't really see much of his body, but I could still see his right side, which is great. Cause I'm like out of his peripheral mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm going to be able to see if he stands up. Cause I'll be able to see that right side. And, you know, usually if deer like a big buck or any buck, I guess for that matter, like if you don't, if they're not bumped, like he's not going to just, I don't think he's going to get up and run. Like he's just going to get up and stand and stretch. stretch you know, I'm gonna, yeah. Piss, yeah. You know. Take a leak. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to have like that window. So I'm waiting and I wait, it's about 35 minutes, I think. So it's just, just before noon. Uh, and I'm just kind of lean back and I'm going through all the steps in my head, level my bow, grip, release, you know, everything I'm like yeah. running through it. I think I told you like, it was probably a really good thing that, uh, I had that half hour, 35 minutes to just get my shit in a pile. Cause mm-hmm. like I was freaking out when I looked out and saw him cause I'm like better. I mean, he's better right below me.
0: I I've, personally, I know me, I would have, I would have liked had body convulsions at that first sight of like, oh, he's (laughs) still there. And it's just like that immediate shock, uncontrollable body. And then to have that time to be like, okay, he's here, the wind, this, okay. And then you can start,
1: you know, working it through. So I was, it was a good thing that I had like that 30 minutes, 35 minutes to like kind of collect my thoughts. And then, you know, I'm just lean back and I've got my bow ready. I've got my grip good. I've got the bottom cam just sitting on my thigh. I've got my you know, release on the string, everything ready to go. So if anything happens, you know, I'm ready to go. But um, I see his right side stand up and I see him stand up and immediately he like turns 180. So now his head's facing to the right. And you've seen deer like, you know, reach back with their antler and like scratch their nuts, you know? Yeah, it looks
0: fantastic. I wish I had a little (laughs) instrument to to do that so easily.
1: Yeah, so he lifts his back leg and he takes his left side and he kind of reaches back, which means he's like turned dead away from me at that point. And I was like, he's hidden behind his body and his, behind eyes his body. Are. Yeah. Yep. I'm thinking like this is a perfect time. So I draw my bow perfectly level and I kind of inch forward and I'm, I'm still trying to keep weight on my back foot cause I don't want to fall over the cliff cause it's probably like I I don't know, pretty, it's 40, <laughs> it sounds- f- yeah, 40, 50 foot drop. Mm. I don't know. It's pretty, it's straight downhill
0: I mean, that much of an angle cut yeah, and that short of a shot, yeah. that's, that's steep.
1: So I'm, I'm still trying to keep like the weight on my back foot. Um, things I remember about it is like drawing level and then bending over at my hips. And just like, I remember thinking, Holy shit, I'm like still going. Like I'm still <laughs> bending, still bending, Don't see still, Don't see <laughs> still bending, still bending, still bending. And I get clear over. And I remember, uh, thinking like level your sight. Cause I know if you're shooting a steep angle, you know, your level, your axis is super important. So I remember double checking my bubble, make sure it was level, um, you know, pen hits him. And I just remember like watching the pen, watching the buck and then just shot broke. And you do you hear that like that close, you just hear that, whoosh, you yeah. know, like it's that sucking sound, mm-hmm. you know, whoosh, and he just explodes, like just explodes out of there. Like, I mean, he is, covering like 12 feet in a bound, just boom, you know? And I remember like, you ever seen a big buck when they run away, they just like ripples. Oh yeah. Like you see their hide, just like ripple, you know? And a lot a, of power. Yeah. A lot of power. And I remember him just like rippling as he's like yeah. going down this hill and he's and deer.
0: Just, deer don't aren't known for that. Cause they, they have a lot of reserved power. They don't mm. show it very often, but man, they got a lot of power when they decide to want it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's just bounding and he's like covering I mean like 12 14 foot bounds he's just like boom well, he just had running. to have been
0: he had to have been I mean yeah death run mm-hmm. for one and then two like Shocked. he probably yeah he thought he was <laughs> yeah. the safest thing ever yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so he was probably like the the surprise of that for him too he probably just he was gone
1: yeah So he goes straight down this hill and like the cliff kind of wraps around to the left and I I watch him go through this patch of timber and as he goes around the edge of this cliff, the bottom end of the cliff, I just catch a glimpse of him. And then he's gone. He's out of sight. And I'm just like listing. I lean back against the ledge and I'm shaking like at that point. I would hope so. Yeah. During the shot, I'm actually pretty calm thinking back on it. But like it's that post shot.
0: The adrenaline dump after. I mean,
1: it dumps. Like it's going through my feet. My feet are numb. Like I'm like gripping the rock, you know, I'm like (laughs) leaning back and I'm like trying to, you know, catch so I don't fall off the cliff and I'm just kind of trying to collect and and I'm listening and I'm listening and I, I think I hear I think I hear him go down. So at that point I'm like, okay, I think you you're like replaying the whole scenario. Like you're re- replaying the shot, you're playing like where the pin was at, mm-hmm. and like I talked about this on my podcast is like, I think one of the best things that you can do like post shot is just reflect on how you felt about the shot, your immediate, your immediate reaction. So like, is your, your immediate reaction good? Like, yep, that felt great. He's dead. Or like, ah, yeah, I think, you know, most of the time,
0: I think, you know, every time if you're true with yourself, Yeah. like that first immediate gut feel, how was it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So my gut feeling was like really good. I'm like, I think, that was right behind the pin. I think he's dead. And uh, I mean, I was so excited. I took probably five or 10 minutes just like standing there, like leaned back against the ledge to like let my feet get feeling again. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't want to go back up through here. So then I, I picked my way back up through the cliffs and got up through the top and then popped up over where I picked up my backpack and my trekking pole. And then uh, I had to hike all the way down off the backside and around the peak, around to the face uh, and the ledges. And I come back up along the edge of the ledges and made my way to the bed and, you know, found his bed. His bed was a big, I mean, he definitely, there'd been deer there there before. It was a big flat spot. And, you know, my arrow is like sticking straight out of the ground. It's just pegged in the ground and it's just, you know, fully coated in blood.
0: The good blood
1: good blood yeah I felt really good about it um you know picked up my arrow I sat down there in his bed and I gave it like another 30 minutes just in case I don't want to bump him you know mm-hmm. and then uh yeah start on the blood trail and like I was telling you I mean I didn't really even have to follow blood because just the divots in the ground were just like so deep because he exploded out of there and just all the body he's a big body deer you know So I'm just following tracks and I follow it down through that little patch of timber and I kind of worked my way around the edge of the cliff and there's like this big south-facing slope at that point and I'm kind of like working along. And at that point, like those big divots were gone and I was just like tracking blood and I was like, okay, he's definitely slowed to like a walk, you know? And then uh, I'm just like blood trail and I'm like looking, looking, looking for blood. and like Good blood trail? Yeah, pretty good good enough, it was pretty easy to follow, you know, I'm like spot, 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 Mm -hmm. spot. And um, yeah, like periodically you're picking up your eyes, you know, looking out ahead of you to see if you can see anything. And then just like, I pick my head up, you know, I'm looking at blood, I pick my head up and like I just see this big right side sticking out of (laughs) a bush. And like that right side sticking out of that bush, like I, I don't know if like people listen, but if you ever walk up on like a big animal, like a really big animal, it's, I don't know how to explain. How do explain it?
0: I, I don't know. It feels like you'll never do it again. Is kind of your first yeah. thought. Yeah. And then it, I don't know. It's it's really overwhelming, and just the when a true big animal too when the it makes it doesn't make sense how big the horn is or the antler is compared to the body. So you're like, am I seeing? Am I seeing this? <laughs> yeah. Like, is that really what it looks like? Yeah. Am I
1: seeing this right? You know. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it other than it's just like. I think you have some expectation of what the animal is going to be because you've mm-hmm. seen it and you've watched it, but then to see it like right there there in front of you and, you know, this right side is sticking out of this bush and you can see his body kind of laying there. I don't know how to explain. It's just like overwhelming. Beyond overwhelming. Beyond over, Yeah. Just, you know, I walked up to him and I mean he just grew, just grew. <laughs> I That's don't know how to explain feeling, other than he just grew and just so heavy. Yeah. Anyway, I was. I mean, I, I called you. I called. Facetime to me. I Facetime now, Lorenzo. I was sitting
0: at my desk. Yep. I was sitting at my desk here in the office, and you and I talk. We talk quite a bit. Mm-hmm. We call each other all this stuff. But I mean, when you see Facetime with one of your hunting buddies, you know, you know. Have I ever FaceTimed you before? Never. And you just, <laughs> you just know. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I get a Facetime from Clay or you or anyone for that matter, my cousin, like. You just you know yeah. right when you see it, I'm like holy shit, and it's middle of the day. Yeah, I'm like yeah, holy like, what, shit, here one we go. o'clock in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah,
1: yeah, see, it's pretty cool, man. I just you know I I called my brother, I called my dad, I I called home. I I mean I just sat there and kind of just took it in, but soaked it in. Yeah, big deer, big deer. Like I don't know if I'll ever top that one. Like as far as and I mean I've I've had people ask like oh what's he score and you know it's cool he's. He's like two oh five. He's big, big deer. But most, most of the time, I'm, I'm just like thrilled with that entire experience. Yeah, like the from being able to find him to then, like when you're talking like spot and stock mule deer solo too. Yeah, like just a classic. Stock Mm -hmm. coming above cliffs, shooting essentially in his bed. You know, like it's the it's the classic experience.
0: I have not had an experience like that. that is that is like a dream experience for me. I've never had that.
1: Yeah, I think I've told a few people. Like, I guess I can quit hunting now because like. (laughs) Come on now, trail. (laughs) I guess I can quit hunting because come on. I I got a 350 bull last year, and I've killed a big buck with my bow. I guess I can just wrap it up. But
0: you're on a little bit of a tear. Yeah, it's good, man. It was fun. Were you stand When you were up on that cliff, I meant to ask you, mm-hmm. were you standing the whole time? Yeah. You were never sitting? You nope. were always standing. That's how you could yeah, get that I'll, angle? Yeah, I
1: couldn't have seen him. If, yeah. yeah, any lower. I had That's to actually like stand up to like, I had to get like to, you know, within probably six inches of the edge of that to where I could look over and actually see him.
0: Did you have anything on the back of you for skylight? No. Nope. For like skyline? Just, you were full skyline?
1: I, I had uh, cliffs behind me. So I was like essentially on a ledge. Oh, you, shit. Yeah. And like, so when I came up and over the top, um you like he was, t- yeah, he was tucked in below. So essentially like I was hidden completely from him the whole, whole way until like, in fact, he, I mean, I couldn't, it's like I said, I could only see his right side if I was leaned back, you know, I had to get like to the edge to actually to I, like him. look over and see his whole body. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a dream setup right yeah. there. It was perfect. That's a dream setup, And that's
1: why I go back to say like, I mean, so much of it is just luck. Like, I mean, I probably could have shot him the first time he'd bedded from where I was because he was within maybe, you know, 15, 20 yards, just another little clump. But where he was at was just perfect. Just yeah. pure and luck. And then to
0: hide his eyesight behind his yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, the whole screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
1: yeah, perfect. Yeah, you can't. It's like a movie, right? You can't ride it any better than that. So it was pretty cool.
0: think I'll have that on a sheep. Yeah, you could. Above in the cliffs. You could. Bedded. You really that's can. Where my mind is wandering to those. Places You're already beyond really, the
1: yeah. elk and headed to sheep.
0: I mean, I, I'm into <laughs> this. I am into this elk hunt, no question. But yeah. like I've said it since the beginning, you know, my this whole I was in the best shape of my life going into that mm-hmm. surprise surgery thing, which was a good thing because now I'm still ahead of the game because of that. And it was all because of the sheep hunt. It mm-hmm. was all for that. So, but yeah, man, that's that's like a, elk and sheep. It's a dream setup right there.
1: Still a lot of hunting to be done.
0: Still a lot of hunting to be done. Yeah. A lot of it.
1: It's funny. Like I, when I drew this tag and then like, I've got this Nevada deer tag, you know, I, and I've, I've always said this, like the best deer tag that you can possibly get is the one that's closest to home, you know, regardless of what tag it is that you have, you know, if you can put the time and effort and be out there, um, I those think consecutive,
0: days, consecutive too. I, days, I fully agree with that. There's nothing worse than being in a hunt three, four days when you just start you know, you're mm-hmm. just starting to get a feeling then you gotta go home for a week. It's yeah. like you just lost. You just lost it all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's special, but I mean, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I almost was, it was over, and like I've told my brother since I got home, I'm like, I don't know, I'm kind of sad now that it is over. Like it's you, always the case. It's the thing that you want and you hope for, and then it happens, and it works out, and then, you know, the animal's dead, Are running down to the taxidermist, and it's just like that whole next day, you're just like, oh, I can't believe that's over. You know, you feel kind of, I feel kind of Tag's sad. Tag's done. <laughs> you can't even <laughs> yeah. go hunting if you want to. Yeah, I kind of feel sad about it, you know, yeah. but... It'd be good. I got another, you know, I'll have another chance the next couple of years. Man, so what a buck, too.
0: That buck is incredible. Yeah. I love big, heavy, heavy bucks, too.
1: Yeah, super heavy. Yeah, he's really, really heavy. I don't, I don't never I don't think I'll ever kill a buck as heavy as he is.
0: I don't mind you saying that, because that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. That buck's about, those mass measurements are <laughs> insane.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man.
0: But you never know with... I mean, you, you, you never just, know. You never it Might know. turn up. Never know. Could be on another completely random <laughs> mm-hmm. tag. You know, like you just—you never know. That's the, it's the funnest part about hunting, it's, especially when you can do it, like you said, close to home. Whatever you can put the time in, you can look mm-hmm. all that stuff, or put in the consecutive days. You just—you mm-hmm. never know.
1: Yeah, so. it's interesting. I've had probably two or three other guys reach out that have got video of this buck from the summer. So there's definitely other guys. They were all elk hunting. No deer hunters. No deer hunters. Didn't run into another deer hunter, but wow. but other guys hunting elk. You know that we out scouting, and then the the one guy actually killed a great bull that I'd seen maybe a week ago, um, like a mid like probably three seventy, I would oh, say. Shit. Yeah, a giant bull guy that was killed. A giant a, bull. Yeah, it's an absolute giant bull. But those guys have been super cool to send video and you know swap info. So it's been pretty cool to. Did
0: they spend a lot of time um, out there hunting those bulls? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I think would the, I so. I
1: would drive by their camp uh, on the road, and I think pretty much from opening weekend on, they've had a camp and, and right there's there. been guys there. So they definitely put the time and effort into but it's that's a giant bull. Dude, good big for them. big giant bottom end bull. But it was fun. Like that one weekend the bulls were, were talking in the morning and you know, I watched that bull of an evening. He was pushing probably six cows and, you know, there were two other bulls down the bottom that were bugling and talking that night. But I saw a lot of bulls that were three thirty to three sixty, three seventy class, like just good bulls. Even really? Yeah. Yeah, good bulls. It's a good year. It is a great. year. I was really worried that like maybe the year wasn't going to turn out to be like as good a growth as we all kind of expected, hoped, you know? Because yeah. it did. It seems really, really late, you know. Like it a does. lot of the growth seemed late to me, but it seemed like a lot of them must have packed it on in the last, the last few weeks.
0: Man, glassing up at three seventy bulls, no joke. Yeah, he was ripping too. So fun to look at. Yeah,
1: big body. He's like one of the prettiest bulls. So it's, I'm. I mean, anyway. So now, how many, I,
0: how many elk tags? There's very few elk tags. I think there's right? only 13 archery elk yeah. tags. Yeah, yeah, total. I don't what know. A fun hunt.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many. This is probably giving away a bunch of information. People will figure out where it's at, but that's the thing. I don't really care too much. I may mean, I not want to say outright say the unit. I mean, people know. They'll know. Yeah. <laughs> but But uh, yeah, and and I I mean I've said this a lot when in regards to other bucks. You know, it's like, you know, this buck. He's taught me a lot. In terms of like, don't overlook areas just because of where they're at. You know, like just because they're in close proximity to a road or camps, Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that a big buck can't be there. They just may be using that landscape in a way that people aren't seeing them. Mostly, you know. So don't don't overlook. So it's it's taught me. I don't know every buck. I feel like every animal kind of teaches you something. I I learned a lot.
0: When I was a lucky shithead kid with a Henry's (laughs) tag in my pocket, I was. Eight, 18, 18 going on 19. Mm-hmm. The buck I killed, which was the biggest in the unit, was you could have glassed him from the road. Everyone just drove People by. People just driving yeah, by. Just drove by. That's what I remember is just a lot of cars driving by. Mm-hmm. And we had hiked in on that on that front face. And just cars driving by all the time. Yeah. And there was another giant four-point in there. And... Yeah, that's, I mean, that was a long time ago. It's obviously a very different place now, but like, I just, that's what I remember. I'm like, man, you could see this buck from right there on the road. You don't even have to hike. Like, you literally see him.
1: Yeah, given where this buck was, I would assume that at some point he probably was visible from the road, but he was mostly just living on the backside of some country. It just makes you think, like, how many deer, you know, animals you probably drive by Mm -hmm. that are just one little nook. Or yep. some little cranny just just out of sight, just on the backside. And it just, it's kind of taught me to look at a landscape just through a different perspective, you know? Like, okay, I, I can't overlook things, you know? Yeah. But anyway, it's it good.
0: It's crazy how that happens.
1: It was good. But we'll, um, I mean, we we'll kind of wrap it up. Um,
0: Unless you want to talk about your bowl.
1: I don't know. People can watch that, right? I
0: agree. That's a yeah. great film. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Film dropping dog days. We called it dog days just cause it was hotter than hell. When you drew your tag. Yeah. That was the tag you were waiting on. Yeah. Burned my points on the Utah elk tag and you know, that's my best bowl to date. Um, you know, that hunt was pretty much everything I wanted out of a hunt. You know, a lot of encounters, a lot of elk, new unit that I'd never hunted. Uh, and then it was, it was really cool to see an animal and then, you know, kind of just keep working at it and then have it come together on a bull that I'd seen that I really liked and really wanted. You know, you almost felt it sounds cliche, but it's like you almost developed this like yeah. faux relationship with yeah. this animal.
0: What I liked in that film is you can uh, you can genuinely feel you when you're like, I, I really like that bull. I did. I really, really like that. Yeah. I'm going to kill that <laughs> yeah. bull. You could see you like you. You really did like I that really bull and you did were going after
1: it. Yeah, that bull watching him that evening, he had those cows. He was just out there in the open right before dark, and he was bugling and kind of working his cows. And he's got like, you know, 56, just 56-inch 56 beams, long beams, you That's know. Awesome. I like the character that he busted off that one side, you know. He's a fighter. Yeah, he's a fighter. He's kind of getting after it. And then yeah. to have the encounter that I did with him the night before I actually killed him, you know, he kind of came along the creek bed, and he came in right above us. And he was like 90 yards Uh, but just, you know, cows and calves and really no opportunity And the shot just didn't feel good at that distance. And then, you know, my camera guy was behind me and, you know, if, if the main herd would have continued the way that these two elk that came up behind us did, like it would have been a chip shot. But, you know, essentially I remember at one point I was kind of standing in the Creek, and I look back kind of towards my camera guy to see, you know, like what the herd was doing. Cause they were kind of working their way along just right above us. And like, I look back over my right shoulder and there was that embankment to where the bank came down to the river. And I remember this spike standing there and essentially he had his nose like hanging out right over, over. the top of the camera guy. <laughs> like I could see this nose of the spike and I could see the camera guy kind just like standing there. And it was like, Elk, Kaium, like hanging. It's like his, a Jurassic Park was, scene the, really where the was. dinosaur comes over. Dude, it is exactly uh-huh. it. He had his neck kind of stretched out, you know, That's awesome. and Kayim's just like standing dead still, just like trying not to blow this whole situation up. <laughs> and this elk's got his like nose stuck out and he's kind of like sniffing the air, you know, like working it back and forth. And I just remember thinking this is going to blow up, you know, because he's going to smell him. But I mean, he didn't smell him and he just like, he, he knew enough that like, it, you know, wasn't right. It wasn't right. Yeah. Like yeah. he could see us standing there and he's like, there's this, this isn't right. You know? Yeah. So he kind of turned and he went back up the ridge and he kind of worked back to the herd. And then he, he took the whole herd up the Canyon. They all kind of disappeared him and a cow, but
0: never it, truly busted though.
1: Never truly busted. And then, yeah, I mean the next day we worked back down into that same little pocket and it was just devoid of elk that morning. And then, uh, I'd seen another bull with some cows go up the other side and I think if you watch the film, there's a point there where I'm just like, I don't want to go up that other side, but I'm I'm going. Because, I mean, it's just, again, it's just straight up. And you're, I don't know, probably 1,500 foot Ugh. from bottom to top and Gross. a half mile <laughs> just straight Gross. up. But, yeah, I just made a run up that in the afternoon and then ended up calling that bull and killing him. But, I mean, just fun hunt. It's been, it's been, I don't know, hunting always makes me nostalgic. Like I, I get the most nostalgic, you know, and it's cool to watch that film. You know, my kids got to watch, I showed my kids and it was really cool to be able to share that with yeah. them in a little way.
0: I just, I I appreciated, you're a genuine guy, but I appreciated in the moment of like, uh, just genuine. I, melted. I like that bull. Yeah. I really like yeah. that bull. I'm going to kill that bull. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then when I shot that bull, like I just melted. Yeah. Like I, I had a real visceral reaction to it, just that it all worked out because it is, It's so physical. I mean, sometimes hunting is not, and sometimes, like, that hunt, elk archery, elk hunting, I feel like, especially the way I hunt, you hunt, it's just so demanding. It's part death and part hunting. It's just so demanding, and you had so many, I had so many, like, close calls leading up to it that just, like, didn't come together. You know, you look back onto it, and I'm not a guy that really believes that, like, things are, you know, quote-unquote meant to be, Yeah. but, you know, I almost shot a bull a day or two days before that and it was a good bull but not a, not a giant bull but a good bull you know i would have been happy with him but the way that it worked out killing that bull yeah, the way that i killed him sure. that day it's like almost serendipitous you know
0: absolutely so,
1: anyway yeah check and then that. the out. whole
0: luck thing i mean shit the age-old saying with luck is what what is it it's the road of preparation and and opportunity mm-hmm. when they meet that's the definition of luck yep I mean, if you don't work at it, you ain't going to do shit in the moment anyway, yeah. so you can't really get lucky. Yeah, you got to work at it. If you don't practice, you don't like, yeah. you know, go through those systems.
1: Yeah, I think you have to work and work and work at it. You work, you know, even during the hunt and then preseason prep, you work, work and work at it. And then, you know, you, you well, have, those, you those have to have- those two paths cross. Yeah, cross, then it comes together. Like, oh, shit, I got lucky. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I remember, I mean, I, I always say it, like you just, everything with bow hunting, you just never- there's so many times where you're just like, this thing is impossible. Mm-hmm. It's literally, it's like trying to, hit a, I don't golf, but it feels to me like it must be similar. Like to hit a hole in one, you're like, this is never going to happen. Very similar. And well, then honestly, it's all very of a sudden similar. it just does. Yeah. And you're like, I can't, I can't believe it. And I think that's why the sense of satisfaction is so That's intense. why I have my
0: son. Did you know that story? Uh, we we'll give people really in-depth, inappropriate had, story here. I got two holes in one in one day, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you <laughs> did there. Hit my, first, hit my first hole in one on a golf course. Yeah. And then I got my second hole in one with my wife. No way. <laughs> and that's why Turtle's here. You have to tell him that when he gets old. Oh, flee. yeah. There's a trophy, the whole thing. Yeah. A little golf ball on a, glued it on top really? of a champagne bottle.
1: Oh, yeah. On a par what? Did three.
0: You, okay. Par three. Number seven at Summit Course here in Vegas.
1: And just hole in one. Just hole in one. That's incredible. That's what it feels like, though. At Had times. my wife with me, really.
0: My brother-in-law with me. Oh my! And gosh. like, as the ball was peaking, my brother-in-law goes, or no, sorry, as the ball was peaking, my brother-in-law goes, "Man, that's right on it." My wife goes, "I think that's going to go in." You know, it's a women, mm-hmm. a woman thing. Like she doesn't, she doesn't really know, and it's mm-hmm. like still only halfway there. Lands. Zips right back into the hole. I'm like, holy shit, went in. You know what I mean? That but is every incredible you, you play and play and play, and it never happens. It never happens. You hit all these good shots, it never happens. Hunting's the exact same way. Yep. It's like you make a good stock, it all goes well, it all goes well. And then for whatever reason, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. It just doesn't work. And yeah. then the one day it's like, well, fuck, that couldn't have been any more perfect. Like, yeah. how the hell did that just happen? You know?
1: Yep. The other thing about him is I feel like the more. I mean the more you work at it and you have a little bit of success that's the thing like after i've shot this mule deer i look back on a lot of deer that i've messed up on that i've blown up and i think i'm starting to look at it differently i did the amount of confidence that i have right now it's just it's like tenfold more yeah like i just did that and that's how i did it and i can totally do it and i could do it again if i wanted to and I feel that That's way about a good feeling too. Yeah. Oh, it's the best feeling. It's, it's just like feeling. you, you feel unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good feeling to have, uh, right now going into a few more hunts the rest of the year.
0: Are you going to change any equipment for your late season archery meal there?
1: Yeah. I'll have to have some serious cold weather gear. No,
0: I'm on oh. bow equipment, hardware equipment.
1: Uh, yeah, you are. I uh, am. <laughs>
0: That's what I was thinking. If you would, if you would change yeah. anything.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, probably, probably be tinkering with a new bow just because I like bows and yeah. there's one to tinker with. So probably be tinkering with a, a new bow maybe. And again, I may end up going back to a Heavier but, arrow? You Are you going to no, change anything? Same no. arrow. In fact, I might go a little lighter, to lighter? be honest. Really? Yeah. Even in the late season? Yeah, I might pick up a little speed just to see. You know, I think that's probably, I think the likelihood, you think late season archery deer hunting, at least when I work it through in my mind, not that I've ever done it other than like Arizona, you know. But you got to think that shot opportunities on a November deer hunt with a bow. I would think for the most part you're looking at an animal that's probably going to be on its feet feeding, because I don't think you're going to put a deer, a buck, and a bunch yeah, of does together point. where you're going to end up stalking in on them and shooting one like essentially out of its bed. The way that I am picture, I pictured at least in my mind, the most likely scenario is going to be an animal that's up and feeding and like moving in a direction, you know, rutting does, you know, and you're trying that's to. That's a either, really good. That's a really good. Yeah. Point. So you're thinking either ambush or you know, uh, you know, stalking them while they're up feeding, moving.
0: Potentially a little longer shot.
1: A L- little longer shot, animal that's on its feet, maybe a little more aware, a little bit more alert. So I'm actually thinking of lightening the arrow up and maybe picking up a few feet per second, maybe upping my poundage on a bow and, and shooting a little faster.
0: That's a good thought. Yeah, I was going the opposite with that, but I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're they're and shit, they're on their feet all day long. In November.
1: Yeah. And and rutting and moving and yeah yeah you're 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 dealing with more animals you're gonna have a herd of does probably with a buck you know that are more yeah. alert more aware so I'm thinking I'm trying to pick up a few feet per second and uh, yeah as far as that goes I mean other than that just I think I'll probably stick with the same you know site this Ultra View site with a and, and kind of utilize because I think I should be able to dial yeah um, I would think so yeah For sure even though I love a five pin for Yeah. <laughs>
0: I can't get away. I can't get away from yeah, my I do I love, love
1: a five pin frail cunning when you're in tight and they're just moving, you know. So
0: and I don't, yeah, I almost use it as like a range reference too if they are walking and for moving. Because sure. if I can stack all the pins on him, I'm like, yep. oh he's 30, 40 yards. So all the pins just stack right on his mm-hmm. body. It's like, okay, I know, know exactly where he is. Yep. You know, you start losing a couple pins, you're like, Oh shit, this is he's the, out there.
1: The thing that I don't like with like less pins is the guessing game that you can work in your head. Yeah. It's like, okay, I think the animal's this far. And then you're trying to think, like, okay, where, what pins do I hold or what pin do I hold in relation to where he's at? Like, I don't like the guessing game in the moment because I just, my brain gets frazzled. Yeah. I, or, I don't
0: like splitting pins either. I hate splitting pins. I like, can't do it. Gapping pins? Or I don't, gapping yeah. Pins. I don't,
1: I don't mind that. At least as if I have an upper and a lower nah, reference, can't you know? I not
0: it, man. I don't like it.
1: You know what's funny is like I've shot five pins for so long. I almost shoot like better with a five pin by gapping it than I do with a pin that's actually held on, on the it? target. Yeah. Oh, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> because I start thinking, I think I think overthink it too much. I'm
0: the exact opposite. I'm like a, you know, yeah. Like today, Omar and I were shooting and I walked back and there was a bush so I could put my arrows in the bush and it ended up being 84 instead of 80. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, just hold the 80 at the top. Like I really? just, yeah, I don't even think about the middle. I'm just like yeah. 80 pin, top of the vital. And yeah. like, that's what I'm, Let rip. I have to have, I got to have that. I don't like looking in just the space.
1: Gotcha. Well, everybody's good to go. We'll report back. We're, we're going to disappear for the next A little bit, 10 days, 15 days. Brady should be back for the next
0: one. I got 24 days in the back country in the next, Yeah, <clears throat> 24 out of the next 40 days in
1: the back country. That's awesome. It's awesome. It's the best time of year. Best time and Brady might be back, I don't know. I know he's back at the end of the month and I think he's gone again in October a little bit, but he's I he's, think we should be able to squeak another one with Brady when he gets back in I between hunts.
0: So. Maybe we'll maybe we'll catch uh, up on his. some good stuff cuz you're leaving Mhm. Alcant. I'm week. leaving yep. Cutting. And then maybe we have that week when I get back and then I'll take off sheep hunt and I'm hoping to have a banger of a podcast coming <laughs> back from a sheep hunt
1: yeah so I would say in the next month look forward to a lot of podcasts where we're just recapping hunts and yeah. talking about hunting and what we learned and hopefully people dig it I, I know it was really fun to it's been fun to just hear from people re, recap retell stories you know yeah. and just kind of relive the hunt and and like I said it's a to me anyway it's a special special animal special experience I can't
0: so, wait to see your buck.
1: oh I can't wait to show you
0: Cannot wait.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I ran into Branson at the hardware store <laughs> on the weekend, and he's like, I was just down at the taxidermist this morning. He's like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I thought that buck was big.
0: I he, know. That's the thing with mass bucks. Yeah. Bucks that with mass, is, it's an in-person thing. It's yeah. An, it has to be in person to, to get that. Yep. Yep. Well, big deer. Congrats, man. Thanks, is, man. Congrats to you. a very special thing. I mean, mine's special with the kid and all, but.
1: Not every animal, special man. Yeah, especially with that experience, that's a really cool opportunity. That was awesome. Yeah, just really just good. different different types, but still, you know, both really cool, really cool experiences. So
0: now I'm adding another one to the.
1: Yeah, You're gonna have three kids You're out there. Have, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! You'll have uh, you'll have all the kids and all everybody out there just falling around yeah. you you through the woods single file. Yeah.
0: Well, I got to go move into a house, Kay. so I can leave tomorrow my wife doesn't kill me
1: good deal good luck thanks for uh thanks for taking i know i hit you up originally i was like hey how about tuesday and you're like i'm leaving <laughs> So I'm leaving. thanks for popping in yeah, of course we, yeah we hope everybody you know enjoys it and good luck to She's you got a pregnant wife moving a house no big deal <laughs> yeah you know. and good luck to everybody out there yeah Good. Luck. you guys have some success send us your photos man i'd love to see it nothing better than seeing those photos yeah i love it Insiders that are out there, shoot us an email. Let us see how you guys did this year. We'd love to hear some uh, some recaps and see some animals at the ground. For sure. Good luck.